Hey guys, welcome back to Uncommon Sense. team has alerted me that on the last episode, I said that I wasn't hugely homosexual when I meant that I wasn't hugely homophobic. I'm not hugely either. I am not homosexual at all. I am heterosexual. I am big into the man. I am big into the man. So I just wanted to clear that up because that's really awkward that I said that I wasn't hugely homosexual. It implies that I'm a little homosexual and I'm definitely not. I am, um, you know, my family listens to this podcast, so I'm not going to talk about it too much further, but I'm big into the the heterosexual side of things. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyway, so on this episode, I want to talk about, you know, I want to talk more about the Pride Month stuff. I think that, you know, that's a good intro then because we're going to be talking about homosexuality on this episode, how it is not only unbiblical and a sin, but God refers to it as an abomination. And I think that it's just very, very fascinating that now we are devoting an entire month every single year to homosexuals, to the LGBTQ plus, and I make jokes about it because I'm like, LGBTQ, ABCDEFG, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, plus community, and I'll always make jokes about it because I think it's it's hysterical that people place so much importance on their gender and their sexuality as if they don't have any other parts of their personality going on, as if they don't have anything else, you know, to talk about or to brag about or anything else interesting happening in their lives. It's crazy. And it's very indicative to me that you are a boring person that I would just never want to get to know. You are the type of person who, you know, all these people that are jumping onto this rainbow, unicorn, pineapple, glitter, like bandwagon of Pride Month are despicable human beings. I mean, you just are. You are celebrating pride. Pride, by the way, is why Lucifer, now known as Satan, fell from heaven. It was pride. It was that he was jealous of God. He wanted to be God. He didn't understand why he wasn't as important as God. And God cast him down into the fiery place that a lot of you who celebrate Pride Month are going to be joining Satan in, actually. If you don't turn away from your sin, and if you don't repent, and if you don't turn to God, you have to do that. You don't have to. You know, you have free will. You have free will over your soul. But I'm just saying it would be in your soul's best interest to, like, turn away from all of that. But I see how it is enticing to, I guess, people who are living very monotonous lifestyles who are just, you know, going into the gray office, coming back home to the neutral colored walls. You don't really have a lot going on. And then, wow, look, it's June. Look at all the colors. Look at all the colors and look, everybody's so happy. And look at all the genitals that are out on display. This is fun. I mean, if you are a pagan and you don't understand that you you have a soul and that God loves you and that God wants what's best for you and that all of that is depravity, then you're going to probably think it's fun. I can see how pagans would think that Pride Month is fun. I can I can kind of see. And I do want to point out here that, you know, they they specifically chose the rainbow as their hijacked symbol, um, you know, the LGBTQ plus community because 
because I believe that they wanted to, I believe they're mad at God. We've talked about Lil Nas before on this podcast, Lil Nas, whatever it is. He's a gay uh, rapper who put out a song and a music video a long time ago that was very um, blasphemous, really. Um, And I think that a lot, Sam Smith, his unholy song that he put out recently, um, a lot of these, and Sam Smith is gay, for those of you who don't know, um, but these gay musicians, you can tell they're angry at God. They're angry at God because God calls their lifestyle sinful. They don't like that. They want to be able to live how they want to live without any repercussions for doing so. And so they get very, very upset and they put out these very blasphemous songs and music videos and they are unfortunately charting very high a lot of the time because other people feel the same way. They think, wow, yeah, I want to live a sinful life and not go to hell. Doesn't that sound wonderful? I get to be selfish. I get to be awful. And then if I just, you know, pretend hell doesn't exist, then I don't have to go there. The irony, of course, is that the songs, you know, are called things like unholy, um, you know, and Lil Nas's little music video, you know, was it was um, the visuals were of the Garden of Eden and it was all spiritual imagery, all Christian imagery. It was very, you know, um, tainted. It was very much taken and destroyed and desecrated because that's what they want to do. It's just interesting that they act like hell isn't real, like heaven isn't real, like God isn't real and Satan isn't real, but they're always talking about it because they're mad. They're mad at God. They want to be able to live out their sinful lifestyles without any consequences. And I think that's why these songs and things are charting so high, even why Pride Month is such a thing that is, you know, grabbing hold in our society really all over the world is people like the idea of painting over the seriousness of sin with this uh, superficial, um, you know, happy looking stuff. And, and it's kind of like the Gilded Age a little bit to me is how I look at this, where it's just, you know, dusted over with gold to make it look like it was good. Um, I feel like now we're in the glitter age where it's like, let's just dust this with some rainbows and glitter and, and call it good. It's not good. It is unbiblical. And so on this episode, we're going to be talking about Pride Month. Um, I am not homosexual and I am very much into the parts of the, the man that you, you know what, this is a family friendly show. Let's just stop it there. into everything because everybody who celebrates Pride Month desperately needs to read their Bible so they understand how wrong they are about, you know, basically everything. Um, I'm going to tell you again about the Bible study by the brand Sunday. This is an excellent Bible study for newcomers to the Bible who don't really know what's going on. I always think it's kind of funny when people are just like, where do I start in the Bible? It's like, start at the beginning and read your way through. It's not that complicated if you really think about it, but some people really do need a Bible study and I don't think that Bible studies are a bad idea, especially if you are getting the brand Sunday's Bible study, which is very aesthetically pleasing, which I know is very important to the younger generations. And I'm really trying to get you guys to read the Bible. So I definitely think y'all should check this out. You can use any translation of the Bible, obviously, as you're reading through it. But the Bible can feel kind of overwhelming to read. And the Bible study by the brand Sunday helps you journey through the word while relating and retaining the scripture like never 
before, make studying the Bible simple with their one-year study roadmap, a weekly guidance, and beautiful imagery and design throughout. So I definitely recommend that you guys check this out, and I'll have a link below, as always, for you guys to do so. Okay, so let's get back into talking about Pride Month, the worst month of the year. It really is. It's the worst month. I consider June to be the worst month of the entire year. Summer is just hot and sticky and disgusting, especially in the capital. It's very disgusting. It's just a disgusting season, but mix all of that disgustingness of the heat and the sweat and the humidity, mix that with the the LGBTQ plus Pride Month and the rainbows and the glitter and the scary genitals everywhere are out in public that the police are not arresting people for indecency, like public indecency for, then you just have a bad season. You have a bad season. You have summer. It's really just always been my least favorite season. And now they have decided to mix in, you know, these scary, these just scary gay people into the mix. And I want to reiterate, I know that I said I wasn't hugely homosexual in the last episode. I'm not hugely homophobic. I don't, I don't have like, I don't have like this unjustifiable fear of homosexuals. I have a very justifiable um, annoyance at the flamboyant uh, like homosexuals. And it's not just homosexuals. The LGBTQ, that stands for a lot of things. The trans, um, you know, people will say you're transphobic. And it's like, I just don't want people to be sliced and diced at the doctor's office, you know, for a hefty fee. The doctors love transgender because they're getting paid bank to basically maim you. So I'm not, I wouldn't call phobic how I feel about the uh, LGBTQ plus community. How I feel about them is this. I have some gay friends who they know that they are sinners, okay? The problem with pride is that you and the whole pride month concept of that is that they're taking pride in their sin. They're trying to act like homosexuality and all these other things in the LGBTQ plus community that they're trying to say they're not sins because we're proud of them. And you're never going to be able to gaslight yourself or the entire community into making sinful things not sinful because you don't get to decide what is and isn't sinful. God does. And that's the other problem in the world. Whenever people think, oh, well, it's just, you know, my morals are different from your morals or like culturally, this is okay because in my land, this is how we act. Um, whenever I get into these battles with, uh, Muslims on the internet, they're always like, well, it was just, it was just customary back in the day for, you know, really old men to marry six-year-olds. And, and really, who are you to say that it wasn't right? And it's like, I have nothing to say about what is and isn't right. I am just listening to what God says is right and wrong and reiterating it. Um, and to marry a six-year-old and then rape her when she's nine, I'm sorry, no. I don't care where you're from. I don't care what you think your customs are. Morals do not change with the culture. They do not change with time. They just are. They just are what God says that they are. And you're either morally weak or you're morally strong. You're morally weak if you fail to follow God's code of morality or you're morally strong because you predominantly find yourself being, you know, capable of doing that. So I, I have gotten in a lot of of battles with the the Muslims on the internet, but it, it does apply to the whole Pride Month thing too. Just like the Muslims will say, well, our prophet, you know, 
it was customary and it was fine for him to do that. A lot of the pride community will say, well, it's just, it's customary. And you know, it's actually fine for us to do this. It's not, you cannot just speak something, no matter how loud you are, no matter how many people you get to buy into your lies about what is and is not moral. You do not get to define what is moral and what is immoral. Neither do I, by the way. All we can do is look at the Bible, see what God says, and then listen to him and stop being so hashtag prideful. Can we not? Um, so I do want to talk a little bit more about the rainbow logo because at the beginning I didn't tell y'all why, you know, that was a hijacked symbol. Um, it's hijacked because in Genesis, God told Noah that he was never again going to flood the earth, uh, you know, w- like just wipe out humanity. He wasn't going to do that. He said he was never going to do that again. And the symbol that he very specially chose to remind him and all of us about that, uh, that he promised that is a rainbow. He, he said, I'm going to look at this and I'm going to know that I promised you guys that I was never going to get mad enough to just wipe you guys out again with a flood. By the way, he didn't say he wouldn't wipe us out with something else. So I hope that everybody understands what I mean by that. But it does seem like the LGBTQ plus uh, community, they are by selecting, you know, God's specially selected symbol, what they're trying to do is hijack it. And I feel like they are trying to one kind of slap God in the face because they're mad at him for saying that their lifestyle is sinful. And two, I think they're trying to challenge him. I think they're trying to challenge God into, you know, well, I dare you to do it again. And they know, they know, I mean, I'm sure that most of them know um, that, you know, God promised that he wouldn't do that again. Don't forget, though, that uh, a lot of the sin, a lot of the sin happening in the world when God did decide to flood the earth and just, you know, kill everything except for Noah and his family and those animals, um, you know, is that we were, he was just so mad at the sin that we were doing. Sexual immorality, huge, big one. Um, and so I, I just really think, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah had that going on, the homosexuality, just hypersexual deviancy. And God hates that because, um, you know, and I've talked about this before and I need to do an in-depth episode on why, you know, Jesus is referred to as the bridegroom and why he calls the church his bride. But it really is to um, symbolize how in the relationship Jesus Christ is with the church, the relationship being the kingdom of God, the family of God, um, you know, and it's, it's, it's very, it's very much more in depth than people really want to even think about because casual sex is so normalized now that nobody really thinks of sex as important. Nobody really thinks um, of relationships as important. Nobody, I mean, people are starting to think of marriage as unimportant. Like people are starting to normalize abnormality and it's been really disastrous for society because everybody feels so lonely and empty and like, why am I not feeling this person like I thought I would? It's like maybe because you're not taking it seriously and they're not either. Like maybe y'all didn't go into it in a godly fashion and so now it's tainted with demonic energy. Like maybe that's why. And people they think that all you need is just that you just need sex 
And it doesn't really matter about the bond, but it really does matter about the bond because that is just the way that it is. We were not designed to put sex above bonds. We were not designed to do that. God has very specific intentions for everything that he did. And so it's just, it's just unnatural. So I am just saying that, uh, you know, a lot of people will say, well, this is hateful. This is a hateful episode and you are full of hate and you do not appreciate people who love differently than you and love is love and why don't you see that well a lot of the pedophiles are starting to say that now they're starting to say love is love and why can't children uh consent to sexual relations with them so i don't know how far down the slippery slope you guys want to go before we turn around and try to go back up the hill but you know you can keep you can keep i mean i am only one person i can't a single-handedly stop us all from going in a terrible awful immoral blasphemous direction I can't personally stop that because we all have free will. I am just calling on everybody to really think deeper about the implications of what we are doing uh, societally um, just because we are selfish and morally weak, because that is why we're really doing this. Um, and for a lot of people who are not in the LGBTQ plus community, they're just being peer pressured into being supporters of it. A lot of these, you know, uh, suburb moms who just want to be cool and with it and hip are going to these uh, quote unquote family friendly drag shows with their children and, and having their babies put, uh, you know, money in the butts of these like men dressed as women making mockery of women. I don't know why we weren't talking about how drag queens are making mockery of women way before, um, you know, the whole trans woman, trans man thing came about. But, you know, it's all degeneracy. It is all sort of more it is all partly why god decided to flood the earth and give us the rainbow as his symbol to us in the first place i want to read that verse actually to you guys um before i go on too many rabbit trails because i think it's important for everybody to know exactly what god said so genesis 9 13 and god said this is the sign of the covenant i am making between me and you and every living creature with you a covenant for all generations to come i have set my rainbow in the clouds and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. So God was saying, hey, I lost my temper because you guys are so awful, but I'm really not going to flood the earth again. Um, he has every right to be mad at us. Look at how we are, you guys. If we, and everybody is just so afraid of being honest about the state that we are all in, um, you know, me included, I have my own sins to worry about, but like, we are all so morally and spiritually weak. Like, I mean, gosh, wow. Yeah, of course he got mad. Of course he got mad. Um, and the way that we're just, I hate Pride Month. I hate Pride Month. The way that we're just trying to be like, oh, look, colorful. It's we're like Disneyifying sin. And we're trying to make it seem like it's okay. Because look, fluffy, colorful. How could it be wrong? That is so juvenile. It is so immature. It is so stupid. It is so stupid. But I also want to talk about my gay friends again, because they understand, like I said, they know that they... Um, uh, are sinning. They know that uh, homosexuality is a sin. We talk about it all the time. They will come to me to talk about their struggles with sin, and I will empathetically listen to them, and we will talk about it. I will also talk to them about my struggles with sin that are different, but still sin. And, and we're just empathetically there for each other, not glossing over the fact that we are sinning 
and how can we help each other sin less? Um, you know, we're not lying to each other about what we're trying to do. When you are trying to act like and paint over sin with this colorful rainbow and act like it's okay because you did that, that is not loving. That is hateful. Um, and we don't do that. Me and my gay friends, we do not do that. And there's just a difference to me between the LGBTQ plus side of the spectrum where, you know, they're not flamboyant. They're not pushing it in everybody's faces. It's not like they haven't uh, made their sexuality or their gender, their entire personality. They have other things about them and, you know, they'll talk about those. There's like a split between people that are, I don't want to say normal LGBTQ plus, but like not flamboyant, not proud, um, just regular people for the most part. They don't make it their entire personality. And then there's the other side, which is the pride side, which is the um, blasphemous side, which is the pedophile side, where they're just like, hey, this is okay. This is okay. And we're going to force all of you guys to believe it. There are massive, like, rainbow statues that they're erecting all over the world. There's like these rainbow and transgenderism flags that they're hanging from all of these different streets all around the world. I saw one picture on Twitter. And I'm um, blocked on Twitter. Twitter is probably about to delete my account, but I don't even know why. Oh, I said that the um, Democrats are lynching black people at Planned Parenthood now before they're even born. So Twitter didn't like that. Elon, stop banning my account, dude. I don't know why you have to keep doing that. You said it's free speech. Anyway, I'm about to lose my Twitter account probably. So y'all might want to follow while you can at Real Jenny Robbins. But anyway, I, I did see a picture where it, was, it looked like Nazi Germany is what it looked like. I don't know where it was, but there were all these flags hanging in the street and it looked like you know uh it was the it was the rainbow flag with the transgenderism flag on it but it was like it you know it looked like how you know germany looked with all the nazi flags it was like it's people this just goes to prove that people always worship something they we were created to worship something we were created to worship god but when you take god out of society and when you refuse to acknowledge him and to believe him and to follow him then you're going to fall for stuff like pride month and you're going to fall for stuff like nazism and you're going to fall for stuff that is unbiblical and unjust and is really just encouraging people to the ultimate worst demise of their souls and to you curse them to hell. You're clapping them. You are applauding them into the gates of hell. That's what you're doing. So I don't think it's very loving. I don't think it's very kind. I don't think you should berate people who are in the LGBTQ plus community. I think you should lovingly um, confront them whenever you can. Do not be horrible to the people, but just talk to them. It would be nice if, uh, you know, true Christians would maybe go to these events and be like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that and just lovingly try to tell them like this is a sin like do you not see how you know the pedophiles are taking over this community how you know this is actually really bad for you like this is you, you know not good for your soul and it's okay that you are a sinner because I am too but have you considered trying to sin less and not being proud of your sin have you considered it I think Christians have a big responsibility to not just partake in the culture war on social media and i'm talking to myself a little bit too we need to get out there and we need to like really talk to people 
in and just go into the belly of the beast of all of this and really, uh, you know, try our best to handle it. Are there risks? Yeah. Um, there are risks for all of the biblical characters as well. And you just got to do it anyway. We've got to be like lovingly approach people in love and in truth and do not berate them, though. These people are very scary and I wouldn't recommend berating them. But we do have a responsibility to try to correct course culturally. And I can tell you definitively that supporting the LGBTQ plus, uh, the side of the LGBTQ plus community that is all for this flamboyancy and pride in their sin and pedophilia, like that's not what you're going to want to do. So now I'm going to read through some verses to back up everything I have just said, because I think that is important. So I already read you guys the covenant, the rainbow symbolizing that God is not going to again flood the earth. And now we're going to get into some other verses about um, homosexuality being an abomination. So it says Leviticus 18.22, do not practice homosexuality, having sex with another man as with a woman. It is a detestable sin. Um, that sounds pretty clear to me. That sounds pretty clear. First Kings 14.24 says, and there were also male cult prostitutes in the land. They did according to all the abominations of the nations that the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. Uh, first Kings 15, 12, he put away the male cult prostitutes out of the land and removed all the idols that his fathers had made. Um, it's important to note that pride month has been idolized. Like people do really worship it. Uh, I'm going to read a really, really long verse, a few verses, Romans 1, 18 through 32. This one's really important, I think. Uh, but God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Yes, they know God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused, claiming to be wise. They instead became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious ever living God, they worshiped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. Um, that is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. 
They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning, and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, break their promises, are heartless, and have no mercy. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. So, that's exactly what I was talking about. You you just, you have to have the spiritual and moral wherewithal to really look at yourself um, accurately. And I really recommend, you know, I don't like the whole confessional thing about Catholicism. I've told you guys that they've historically used that for blackmail purposes. But there's a lot to be said for going to fellow believers and confessing your own sins to them and talking about, you know, trusted people, right? Okay, like your friends in Christ, your family in Christ, your church, like go to your church, talk to people that you trust. But, um, you know, like with my gay friends, just sit and talk with them about your struggles and try to figure out biblically, look up, you know, the things about what your sin is and try to figure out ways that you can sin less. Be honest with each other. Know that what you're doing is trying to point them into a holy direction. The whole Bible is about separation. It is about division. It is about separating the holy from the unholy, the clean from the unclean. Are we all sinners? Yes. But that doesn't mean that when you're a true believer that you are not trying to sin as little as possible. You just, you don't, it's, it's like you have this, uh, you know, repulsion like towards sin because you know that it is what nailed Jesus to the cross, the sinless guy who saved our lives and we didn't deserve it. We just didn't deserve it. We all deserve to go down in a flood again, but God won't do it because he loves us and he loves us so much that he sent Jesus to die for us and we are still out here celebrating the things that got us all killed before. It is wild how people just refuse to read their Bibles and know all all of these things, but I am praying for the pagans. I am really, I've gotten in fights with a lot of pagans too on the interweb, but I am praying for you guys to understand that there is a lot more waiting for you than where you currently are. There is a lot more that you, you don't deserve it, but there's a lot more that you're supposed to have because God gave it to you. And all you have to do is stop being so proud. I'm going to read another Bible verse really quick because I'm, I'm big in Bible verse mode right now. Let's read 2 Chronicles 7, 14, shall we? If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. That is what we need out here. We need that in America. We need that all over the globe, everywhere where people are celebrating pride. Uh, you know, what God wants you to do is the reverse of that. He does not want you to be proud. He wants you to be humble. He wants you to pray and he wants you to ask for forgiveness um, and he'll heal, heal our land. He'll heal our land. He is so merciful and so gracious and we just don't deserve any of it. But I am just saying that the LGBTQ plus community, y'all are going to run into this a lot more this month. So am I, unfortunately. We're all going to have to just deal with the wokeification of all of these companies, which by the way, in the West, they're very much into Pride Month. Like they will, and a little bit less actually, I think, because of the whole Bud Light thing with Dylan Mulvaney, the transgender person. Um, you know, you can't actually change your gender. I've told you guys that before. You've got to stand firm on the truth and not uh, fall, like cave to the lies so easily. Um, you know, that's why they want to force everybody to accept these pronouns, preferred pronouns, as it were. They know that it, just in the name, preferred, you're 
you're saying that those are not your actual pronouns. You're, you're preferring them. I, I, I prefer not to lie to you. And actually, you're misgendering yourself when you are transgender and trying to force me to call you the opposite, like, pronouns of your biological self. Not happening. Not happening. Um, stand firm on truth. Do not cave to their lies. That is, you know, peer pressure is... I was homeschooled, so again, I just don't feel like I'm that susceptible to it, but I know that a lot of people are, and you've just got to be stronger than needing social approval um, because you're so much more powerful when you just don't care about liar's approval. You don't need it. You don't need it, I promise. Um, Satan is the father of all lies, so I would just recommend not listening to him, probably. The other thing is that, you know, Satan knows how to target people in our world. He knows that people want, you know, to validate their sins, justify their sins, and so he's going to, in the most upbeat, optimistic-looking and sounding way, try to get people to think, oh, wow, this is fun and fine, and, and it's just, you know, we're just so caring and compassionate cheering people on to hell. Wow, we are so caring. He knows all of this. He knows, he knows, he knows. He knew exactly what, you know, to do and say to Eve to get her to disobey God. Why do y'all think he doesn't have the capability to do the same thing to you guys? Why do you think that? Um, a lot of people think that the Bible is outdated and that, you know, somehow with time, uh, objective truth changes, but that's just not the fact of the matter. Truth is always truth and it is always objective. And if you feel like it's uh, subjective, then that's just your personal feelings and uh, preference and perspective so um it just it just doesn't matter you've got to be i don't understand the appeal of this kind of stuff i don't understand uh i just you know wouldn't i wouldn't even if it were not like an lgbtq plus you know social cult to like push forth some sort of agenda you know i can't imagine that i'd ever want to go to like a yay happy like rainbow pineapple glitter unicorn like thing I would much rather go to the shooting range and drink Americanos or something like that would be more up my alley. Um, you know, but people like superficial things. People like to feel like they're doing the right thing, but people haven't read their Bible, so they don't know what that is. So my concluding thoughts for this is just be on the lookout for all of these companies that are going to try to use Pride Month as a, you know, marketing money making tool. Uh, they're just trying to manipulate you the companies in the west will you know jump onto this bandwagon the same companies in the middle east will not you know because they would maybe be hurled off of the top the rooftops of buildings because the middle east does not like the lgbtq plus uh stuff so it's all it's not it's not like the companies are like oh we love you guys no they know they can make money off of you so when you see the rainbow little flag on your shampoo bottles at target which by the way everybody should be boycotting because they had all of the lgbtq plus um stuff for children in the front of the store just like a week ago they ended up moving it to the back and a lot of them i, I think ended up taking the stuff out of the store entirely 
because everybody was so mad about that. Parents were especially very mad about that. They had tuck-friendly rainbow swimsuits for men who want to pretend like they're women, so they wanted to tuck their junk back. Uh, they had uh, tuckers, tuckers for these little boys who, like, why are you having you? Why are you tucking your boy? Like, stop! Like, y'all have to stop. And they also had like these bandages things to like, you know, bandage little girls' breasts back so that they could pretend to be boys. This is absolute mayhem. This is absolute mayhem. But Satan also muddies the water and likes confusion because, you know, you're more manipulatable whenever you are confused. All abusers do that. So you've just got to be on the watch. You have to read your Bible. Um, like the last verse that I read, not the last one, but the one right before that, God was, you know, letting people do what they want. They turned away from him. He let them go to ruin because he He gives us free will. What we do with that is up to us. We can be smart about it or we can be stupid about it, but God does not want us to go into this way of self-destruction. He wants us to choose the right path. He wants us to choose him. Um, is that hard? Yeah, sometimes, because doing the right thing can sometimes be hard. But we've still got to just be brave and courageous enough to do it. Um, and again, there's just not that much joy to be had in in this Pride Month, LGBTQ, um, being peer pressured into worshiping this stuff. Uh, stuff. So that's everything I'm going to say on this episode. If you guys have seen any weird like LGBTQ merchandise in any of the stores that you've been going to, please like DM me those or email me those. I really would be interested in seeing that. Um, I I think it's important for us all to keep, uh, you know, holding these companies accountable for when they're doing awful things. Like Bud Light is ruined now because nobody liked that they had Dylan Mulvaney as an ambassador or whatever he was. And Target, you know, we were able to get them to stop uh, having in the front of their store all of this child LGBTQ plus stuff. How does the left think that like children who, you know, you don't even start thinking about sex until later, like how all the shirts that they were selling at Target were like, live, laugh, lesbian, you know, but like for little kids, um, first of all, like quotes like that, absolutely like chalk, like nails on a chalkboard to me, live, laugh, love. No, no, it is too Pinterest quote. I hate it. I hate basic sayings. I hate it. Like come up with something original, but I think they thought it was original. Live, laugh, lesbian. Um, but don't sell that to little kids. Like, why are they trying to have all the... It's because they're trying to normalize pedophilia. That is what they're trying to do. Balenciaga's, uh, you know, BDSM child purse campaign. Do y'all remember that? Do you remember how the people affiliated with Balenciaga were pedophiles and we all found out about that and nothing happened to them? Um, please remember that God wants your ultimate good and Satan wants your ultimate evil like he wants your ultimate bad he wants you to suffer like he is suffering um misery loves company and especially when you're satan so i want to read uh the verse that i have been talking about more recently because you know with all of this i really think that the ultimate end game is to 
try to normalize pedophilia more. Notice how all of the marketing for Pride Month is just something kids would love. Like all of this stuff that has to do with sexuality, but it looks like it looks like, you know, like something kids would want to go to. Why are they doing that? Why is it so, uh, you know, it's more Disney than Disney, honestly. It's like, hey, kids, it's like, here, come get some candy and let me rape you. Like that is what it's giving to me. And I want to read a Bible verse about pedophilia so you guys know how God feels about that. Um, Matthew 18, 6, if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. So God's saying, yeah, you know what? If you hurt any of my little children, then I think that people should not only toss you into the sea, but should make sure that you drown. Uh, Make sure that you die. Uh, that is what God is saying. So don't act like God is just super passive about all of these things. He's very specific in his instructions. And I believe him. And I believe that, you know, having pedophiles out of society would be like a good thing. I believe like that traumatizing and hurting kids is a bad thing. And I think that that's probably like the loving stance to take on that issue. Um, But that is not how the LGBTQ plus the way that it's trending now community feels. So stand firm on truth, reject all lies. Don't ever feel like you need people's approval. You don't, you need God's approval. I really wouldn't want to be you if God just really didn't like you. I would wouldn't want that. Um, but yeah, Pride Month is stupid. Uh, you know, be there for any of the LGBTQ plus community members who who are willing to admit, you know, that it, that it's a sin what they're doing, first of all. Um, and, you know, that they have the humility, not the pride, that they have the humility to admit to that and to talk about it and, you know, to try to figure out how they can be the least amount of sinful that they possibly can be. Be open with them about your struggles if you trust them and really work together to to be humble, okay? Not not to be proud. I'm going to finally end this episode and I'm going to end it by saying, be humble, not proud. (laughs) 